Hi, I'm back again for another story. This one is called Jerry Muskrat's New House. Jerry Muskrat wouldn't play. Billy Mink had tried to get him to. Little Joe Otter had tried to get him to. <laughs> the Merry Little Breezes had tried to get him to. It was of no use, no use at all. Jerry Muskrat wouldn't play. Come on, Jerry, come on, play with us, they begged all together. But Jerry shook his head. Can't, said he. Why not? Won't your mother let you, demanded Billy Mink, making a long dive into the smiling pool. He was up again in no time to hear Jerry reply. Yes, my mother will let me. It isn't that. It's because we are going to have a long winter and a cold winter, and I must prepare for it. Everyone laughed. Ah, everyone except Great-Grandfather Frog, who sat on his big green lily pad, watching for foolish green flies. Phew, exclaimed Little Joe Water. A lot you know about it, Jerry Muskrat. Ho, 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 a lot you know about it. Are you clerk of the weather? It is only fall now. What can you know about what the winter will be? Oh, come, Jerry Muskrat, don't pretend to be so wise. I can swim twice across the smiling pool while you are swimming across once. Come on. Jerry Muskrat shook his head. Having time, said he. I tell you, we are going to have a hard winter and a long winter, and I've got to prepare for it. When it comes, you'll remember what I told you. Little Joe Otter made a wry face and slid down his slippery slide, splashed into the smiling pool, throwing water all over Jerry Muskrat, who was sitting on the end of a log close by. Jerry shook the water from his coat, which is waterproof, you know. Everybody laughed. That is everybody but Grandfather Frog. He did not even smile. Chug a rum, said Grandfather Frog is very wise. Jerry Muskrat knows. If Jerry says that we are going to have a long cold winter, you may be sure that he knows what he is talking about. Billy Mink turned a back somersault into the smiling pool, so close to the big green lily pad on which Father Frog sat, that the waves almost threw Grandfather Frog into the water. Pfft, said Billy Mink. Can Jerry Muskrat know anything more about it than we do? Grandfather Frog looked at Billy Mink severely. He does not like Billy Mink, who has been known to gobble up some of Grandfather Frog's children when he thought no one was looking. Old Mother Nature was here and told him, said Grandfather Frog gruffly. Oh, exclaimed Billy Mink and Little Joe Otter together. That's different. And they looked at Jerry Muskrat with greater respect. How are you going to prepare for the long winter, Jerry Muskrat? Asked one of the Merry Little Breezes. I'm going to build a house, a big warm house, replied Jerry Muskrat. And I'm going to begin right now. Splash! Jerry had disappeared into the smiling pool. Presently, over on the far side where the water was shallow, 
It began to bubble and boil as if a great fuss was going on underneath the surface. Jerry Muskrat had begun work. The water grew muddy, very muddy indeed, so muddy that Little Joe Otter and Billy Mink climbed out on the big rock in disgust. When finally Jerry Muskrat swam out to rest on the end of a log, they shouted at him angrily. Hey, Jerry Muskrat, you're spoiling our swimming water. What are you doing anyway? I'm digging for the foundations for my new house, and it isn't your water any more than it's mine, replied Jerry Muskrat, drawing a long breath before he disappeared underwater again. The water grew muddier and muddier until even Grandfather Frog began to look annoyed. Billy Mink and Little Joe Otter started off up the laugh up the laughing brook where the water was clear. The merry little breezes danced away across the green meadows to play with Johnny Chuck, and Grandfather Frog settled himself comfortably on his big green lily pad to dream of the days when the world was young and the frogs ruled the world. But Jerry Muskrat worked steadily digging and piling sods in a circle for the foundation of his house. In the center, he dug out a chamber from which he planned a long tunnel to his secret burrow far away in the bank, and another to the deepest part of the smiling pool, where even in the coldest weather the water would not freeze to the bottom, as it would do in the shallow places. All day long, while Billy Mink and Little Joe Otter and the Merry Little Breezes and Johnny Chuck and Peter Rabbit and Danny Meadow Mouse and all the other little meadow people were playing or lazily taking sun naps. Jerry Muskrat worked steadily. Jolly round red Mr. Sun, looking down from the blue, blue sky, sky, smiled to see how industrious the little fellow was. That evening, when Old Mother West Wind hurried across the green meadows on her way to her home behind the purple hills, she found Jerry Muskrat sitting on the end of a log, eating his supper of freshwater clams. Showing just above the water on the edge of the smiling pool was the foundation of Jerry Muskrat's new house. The next morning, Jerry was up and at work even before Old Mother West Wind, who is a very early riser, came down from the Purple Hills. Of course, everyone was interested to see how the new house was coming along and to offer advice. Are you going to build it all of mud? asked one of the Merry Little Breezes. No, said Jerry Muskrat. I'm going to use green alder twigs and willow shoots and bulrush stalks. It's going to be two stories high with a room down deep underwater and another room up above with a beautiful bed of grass and soft moss. That will be splendid, cried the Merry Little Breezes. Then one of them had an idea. He whispered to the other Merry Little Breezes. They all giggled and clapped their hands. Then they hurried off to find Billy Mink and Little Joe Otter. They even hunted up Johnny Chuck and Peter Rabbit and Danny Meadow Mouse. Jerry Muskrat was so busy that he paid no attention to anyone or anything else. He was attending strictly to the business of building a house that would keep him warm and comfortable when the long, cold winter should freeze up tight, the smiling pool. Pretty soon he was ready for some green twigs to use in the walls of the new house. 
he swam across the smiling pool to the laughing brook where the alders grow to cut the green twigs which he needed. What do you think he found when he got there? Why, the nicest little pile of green twigs, all cut, ready to use. And Johnny Chuck was cutting more. Hello, Jerry Muskrat, said Johnny Chuck. I've cut all these green twigs for your new house. I hope you can use them. Jerry was so surprised that he hardly knew what to say. He thanked Johnny Chuck and, with a bundle of green twigs, swam back to his new house. When he had used the last one, he swam across to the bulrushes on the edge of the smiling pool. Good morning, Jerry Muskrat, said someone, almost hidden by a big pile of bulrushes, all nicely cut. I want to help build the new house. It was Danny Meadow Mouse. Jerry Muskrat was more surprised than ever. Oh, oh, thank you, Danny Benamos, thank you, he said. And pushing the pile of bulrushes before him, he swam back to his new house. When he had used the rushes, Jerry wanted some young willow shoots, so he started for the place where the willows grow. Before he reached them, he heard someone shouting, Hi, Jerry Muskrat! See the pile of willow shoots I've cut for your new house? It was Peter Rabbit, who was never known to work. Jerry Muskrat was more surprised than ever, and so pleased that all he could say was, Thank you, th thank you, Peter Rabbit. Back to the new house he swam with the pile of young willow shoots. When he had placed them to suit him, he sat he sat up on the walls of his house to rest. He looked across the smiling pool. Then he rubbed his eyes and looked again. Could it be? Yes, it certainly was. A bundle of green alder twigs floating straight across the smiling pool towards the new house. When they got close to him, Jerry spied a sharp little black nose pushing them along and back of the little black nose twinkled two little black eyes. "'What are you doing with those older twigs, Billy Mink?' cried Jerry. "'Bringing them to for your new house,' shouted Billy Mink, popping out from behind the bundle of alder twigs. And that was the beginning of the busiest day that the Smiling Pool had ever known. Billy Mink brought more alder twigs and willow shoots and bulrushes as fast as Johnny Chuck and Peter Rabbit and Danny, Mouse, Danny Meadow Mouse could cut them. Little Joe Otter brought sods and mud to hold them in place. Thick and high grew the walls of the new house. In the upper part, Jerry built the nicest little room and lined it with grass and soft moss so that he could sleep warm and comfortable through the long, cold winter. Overall, he built a strong, thick roof, beautifully rounded. An hour before it was time for Old Mother West Wind to come for the Merry Little Breezes, Jerry Muskrat's house was finished. Then, such a frolic as there was in and around the Smiling Pool, Little Joe Otter made a new slippery slide down one side of the roof. Billy Mink said that the new house was better to dive off of than even the big rock. Then the two of them, with Jerry Muskrat, cut up all sorts of monkey shines in the water, 
Well, Johnny McChuck, Peter Rabbit, Danny Meadow Mouse, and the Merry Little Breezes danced on the shore and shouted themselves hoarse. When at last jolly round red Mr. Sun went to bed behind the purple hills and the black shadows crept ever so softly across the smiling pool, Jerry Muskrat sat on the roof of his house eating his supper of freshwater clams. He was very tired. Was Jerry Muskrat very tired indeed? But he was very happy. For now he had no fear of the long cold winter. Best of all, his heart was full of love. Love for all his little playmates. For the smiling pool and the green meadows. Thank you.